It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports. Exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. And streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. for checking in. How you doing? Hopefully a good day so far. Thanks for being here on the Nate Brown Show. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We know that. And we're glad to be back live from our downtown studio. We're on Fox Sports Rapid City, South Dakota Sports Talk Show with a great guest lineup today. Some great content, some great guests. We'll make it worth your time. Thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by the rehab doctors, the non-operative experts when it comes to pain relief without surgery in the Black Hills. See the team that I've seen, the rehab doctors. Find them online, therehabdoctors.com. The rehab doctors for pain relief without surgery. Board-certified specialists in physical medicine and rehabilitation. Great team, the rehab doctors, the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush. Again, take your first step to feeling better therehabdoctors.com for more info. Let's look at the Wednesday guest lineup as we get started here. We've got John Stigelmeyer live today from Brookings. He's going to join us next, as a matter of fact. So right out of the gate, we'll talk to Coach Stig. Tough go in the FCS championship. Uh, his reaction here, and, and I want to get some update on this freshman quarterback, Mark Gronowski. Great player. Player of the Year in the Missouri Valley Conference as a true freshman. Gronowski gets hurt on the first drive of that FCS championship game against Sam Houston. We'll talk to Coach Stigelmeyer. It doesn't sound good uh, with the QB situation with Gronowski. Uh, Coach Stig on the way from Brookings. Mike DeCourcy is going to check in tonight. Big Ten Network, Sporting News, college sports writer, Mike DeCourcy, live on the way, had an exclusive interview with the Big Ten Commissioner today. The Big Ten Commissioner, Kevin Warren, uh, we'll get into that, Mike DeCourcy on tap. Major League Baseball writer, Chicago Sun-Times, Jared Willis, he's on the way. Oh, Chicago Sun-Times, we've got some interesting things to discuss, right? Jared Willis on tap from Chicago. Kevin Figures live tonight from L.A., all the Lakers and the Warriors. I'm dialed in for this. 8 o'clock Mountain Time start. I'm dialed in. I'm going Steph. I'm going Warriors. And that's who I'm rooting for. But guess what? Guess what, everybody? little prediction here. Lakers win. I'm sorry. Everybody wants LeBron to lose. <laughs> LeBron's going to win. Uh, Lakers win tonight. Just a little news flash. Kevin Figures on from AM570 in Los Angeles. He'll join us live tonight. And the new head football coach here in Rapid City, Rapid City Christian. Rapid City Christian. Lost Ben Connett. I was a big fan of Ben. Ben, young guy, came in from winter, did an outstanding job in his first year. And now Rapid City Christian's going to go 11-man football. So they go 11-man football. New head coach is Nathan Long, and he's joining us in his first interview here tonight on Fox Sports Rapid City. Okay, let's throw out the number get you in today. 720-1067. Join the show. 
I'll get you into uh, the conversation. Let's have some conversations today, okay? There's there's many to be had. 720-1067. That's the Boss Pizza and Chicken Sports Line Live, now brought to you by the new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Rapid City's newest sports bar on North Lacrosse. You want to check this place out. Looks really, really nice. And the same great food from Boss Pizza and Chicken. Also, the Barons Wilson text line, 720-1067. Okay, 720-1067, the Barons Wilson text line. Um, I've got some interesting things to say. You know, I'm trying to determine here, which silo am I in? Which silo am I in? Old school or new school? I'm trying to determine. I, I don't get stuck. I don't get stuck. At least I'm not trying to get stuck. A lot of times I go old school. A lot of times I go old school. Um, sometimes I'm trying to be new age. You know, I'm trying to think out of the box and I'll go new school saying not everything new is bad, right? Maybe changing the way we do things in life, in sports, in business. Okay? So I try and see both sides. There's not a sport today. There's not a sport today that is more broken up into what? Into what? Old school thought, new school thought than the sport of baseball. There is a code of conduct. The old school baseball traditionalists, the purists, they walk this line and they don't like this and that and this about some of the new things that is happening in baseball. And now that all came to a head in just a simple little play here the other night. Just a simple little play. And now it's a debate. And it's just really this, the big picture. What is true in Major League Baseball? Can there be a coexistence of the old schoolers like Tony La Russa and the new schoolers, the games of analytics and, and things like that? I want to get into this topic. Let's take a quick call. Thanks for getting in your live and you go ahead. Tony LaRusa, number one. I could care less. Some guy hit a home run at, with eleven to one lead over the flipping Minnesota. I rub it in your face, Twins. Whoa. Twins have been rubbing it for two years. What did you, you said? Tony uh, LaRusa is number one. Tony LaRusa didn't like his guy doing that. He didn't like his Tony guy doing La Russa, that. He, he he's a seventy six year old manager that knows how to play the press. That knows how to play Major League Baseball. Oh, let's. Let's see what kind of punishment. Okay, Billy Bob, you're not getting any more sunflower seeds after the third inning in the next game. By the way. But by the way, that was a sweet hit. Well, it was. It was. Um, that guy leads the American League in batting average, okay? Uh, Mercedes. He leads the American League in batting average. I don't love how Tony's handled this. I've got some thoughts on it. I don't love how he's handled it. You think it's a game. I, I eh, He's sticking to his guns, whether that's right or not. It, it's a game, Nate. He's 76 years old. He's got me by nine years. I was around Tony La Russa on, you know, when I say around, when he was sh- shooting eight before your mom and dad got married, probably. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, old school. That's the way it is. There's bad feelings. Minnesota Twins, with all their hip raw and all that big pay, they've been rubbing it in for a couple of years here. People finally said, hey. And you know what, Nate? If I, if I got a chance to bat 400 for the season, I'm coming down to the last game. 
Hmm. Okay. Hmm. You mean to tell me I'm but, not going to go you, up in that last gap? Here's back? what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I hit the ball and you play the game to the end. However, Tony Larusa is saying with his club that was bad sportsmanship. That's that's what he's saying. Well, Tony got a DUI this winter, which makes that number four or five. I can't even remember. But hey, I got to get going to wrestling. I got one more okay. thing to All throw right. out at All you, right. Nate. All right. Um, do you notice what two cities don't want high school baseball? Um, I don't know for sure if that's correct. Sioux but Falls what do you and think? Rapid City, because everybody else in the state, their high school baseball is their legion team. I don't know about everybody, but there's a significant number, and some people in Sioux Falls want it. I, I do believe that. I do believe that. I'm not sure. There. Yeah. The, all right, I got to get going. All right, on, appreciate it. All right, thanks for getting in. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for checking in. Um, okay, okay. Let me let me get into this. There, there's not a better sport that has this old school right way to do things, and then new school. There's a new way to do things. We got to adapt. We got to change. We got to do things. Then baseball. I truly believe this. I love this debate. So if you don't. Know what's happened here this week with the Twins-White Sox series. During a 15-4 blowout, the Minnesota Twins put in a position player to pitch. Okay, This is happening more and more in Major League Baseball. Now, we've had a great listener to this program send a message into the Barons-Wilson text line. It's probably a couple of weeks ago now saying, Nate, I don't love all these position players getting put into pitch. He goes, I don't know if people are going to talk about this, discuss this. This is changing the game a little bit. Position players are being thrown in because why? Here's the new age. Here's the collision course. Are you ready? The new age, the new analytics say, we got a blowout here, 15 to 4. Twins um, in trouble anyway. They're down 11. So let's not waste any arms. We still have to play the White Sox on Tuesday and Wednesday. Let's not waste any arms. So let's just throw a position player in, finish out the game, last couple innings, call it good. That's the new front office analytics saying, don't waste a bullpen arm in a blowout game. Okay, so we we get away with, let's put a position player in. That's what the Twins did. Here's the old school. Now the White Sox are supposed to just play the game of baseball, still how it's supposed to be played under Tony LaRusso's uh, guidance, what does that mean? How are you supposed to play baseball? Late in a game when you're up 15-4, to 4, you don't swing for the fences on 3-0 pitches. And I guess especially if you have a position player in there pitching 47 miles per hour, right? So the new age is let's put a position player in. Let's just call it good. Old school, play the game the right way. Play the game the right way. You're mean Mercedes. Rookie catcher for the White Sox. Nice player. Nice player. Batting 368. One of the best uh, players right now. Play the game the right way. You should know not to do that. That's the debate now. And Tony La Russa has actually doubled and tripled down on sticking to his guns up. He said, it was bad sportsmanship by my guy. Swinging for the fences. 3-0 pitch. He blasted a home run. That's the end of the story. He blasts a home run, and now it's this unwritten rule scenario with Major League Baseball. What's right? What's wrong? 
I've got my thoughts on it. I invite you in, 720-1067 on the Boss Pizzeria uh, Sports Bar. I want to get you in on the Boss Pizzeria Sports Bar fan line, 720-1067 if you want in. I've got my thoughts on this. Um, here it is. Here it is. Two things with Tony LaRussa. Two things with Tony LaRussa. Okay? I don't love LaRussa doing this publicly. I don't love Tony LaRussa kind of calling out his guy, great player, publicly. And, and you're going to say, well, the media asked him the questions. You, he, could, he could play that off, next question, move forward. And then it's the end of the story. He actually said bad sportsmanship, should know better, okay, that whole thing. I don't like, number one, going public with it. Second, now I don't like the mistake of not supporting his players after he gets thrown at last night. He got thrown at last night, and LaRussa said, I didn't see anything wrong with what the Twins did last night. I think Tony's falling off the, uh, the map here a little bit. He's got a number one team, the AL Central. You don't want to make things dicey. Um, let's go to the phones. Get your thoughts. Thanks for getting in today. You're live, and you go ahead. Yeah, you got two choices when it comes to that. If they throw in an obsolete player who's not really a pitcher, you can either jack the ball out, or when I was in college, we'd hit it at their ankles. <laughs> the guy's not a pitcher, so you so hit you're it right okay back with up it. the box. Oh, yeah. I'm a, well, it's either that or you take his ankles out. I mean, you shouldn't put a guy out there that doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, and so you don't love the position take, players pitching. You don't love that, no, number one. well, you know, if they're going to do it, then you take what you get. You're trying to save your pitcher's arms. You don't want to throw a pitcher at them, so you're asking for it. So as far as I'm concerned, they got what they deserved. They okay. got a home run, or you hit his ankles, and you take his ankles out, and he never pitches again. I'm really with you when it's all said and done. Thanks for getting in. I, I yep. think that's the, uh, that's the side that I'm on. You play the game, you play the game. Okay, that's the side I'm on. There is two things where I wonder if Tony LaRusse is getting picked on a little bit. It's tough for me to stick up for Tony, but I wonder if he's getting picked on a little bit. One is this. Tony did say, that, did say this this week, and people have missed it. He said, your mean Mercedes, the guy who jacked the homer on a 3-0 count, he missed the take sign. He passed over the take sign. Supposedly 3-0, there was a take sign. He disregarded it. He blasted it. I don't love that. I don't love that. That's one thing I'll say. Um, thanks for getting in. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, man, it's Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Jim, what's up, buddy? Not much. My whole thing is that these players, if they're putting their position players on the bench, they, they should expect home runs to be hit. And I'm not a big fan of the scorer. If the score is way out of the way, I think they should still swing for the fences. You do. Just, just keep RPIs playing. Just keep playing. Just keep playing the game because you never know what's going to happen. All right, buddy. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I am. I am. Thanks for getting in, Jim. I appreciate that. I, I'm with you on that. The one thing is, the one thing is, um, I got two things. Trying to stick up for Tony just a touch, maybe, because he's sticking to his guns today. 3 0 take sign. Your mean Mercedes disregarded it. it that's, what, that's what LaRusse is saying. That's what LaRusse is saying. And again, he's saying that out in the public. He's saying that to the media. He's saying that about his players. I don't love that. So don't get me wrong. I don't love the public display. I said that. 
he's created more of a problem with this internally than I think it could than it should have been. Because again, they're tied for the best record in baseball. This player, Mercedes, 28 years old, currently leads the AL in average, 368, and he's yelling at him. <laughs> he's publicly ridiculing him. All for the what? The code of baseball? Is, is that is that I mean and LaRusso sticking to that? I don't love the 3-0 take sign disregarding it and, and LaRusso pointing that out. So I don't love that. Other one is this. Does baseball just get picked on a little bit? You ask me this, okay? Here's the scenario. I think people uh, pick on baseball a little bit. Why? Football, how many times in football games we're up three touchdowns, just like this, 15-4 to blowout, Twins, White Sox. We're up three touchdowns. We're inside two minutes. We could just keep throwing. We could, we're on the 15-yard line. We're getting ready to score. And what do we do in football? We stop playing. We stop playing. We take a knee. So um, LaRusa said this is about sportsmanship. This is about respecting the game. This is about sportsmanship. Taking a knee in football is considered sportsmanship, no? We get upset if you try and, for the most part, run up the score. For the most part, we get upset. I've always been this guy. I'm going to stay consistent. I've always been this guy, me and my brother. We we say this time and time again. If you don't want to get beat, get better. I say that so, so I'll preface it with this. I'm just thinking about this this afternoon. I say, if you don't want to get beat, if you don't want to scoring a touchdown, even in the final two minutes, get better. I don't feel sorry for you. But most of the time in football, we see that as good sportsmanship. Oh, take a knee. Oh, that's good. Oh, they threw it for a touchdown inside two minutes. They were already up three scores. Oh, that's bogus. That's bogus. And that's where LaRusse is saying, this was bogus. We're up 15-4, 3-0 count. Let's just take it easy here. Let's not try and swing for the fences and embarrass somebody. Um, Take it for what it's worth. I still am going to say the White Sox were in the right. The player was in the right. LaRusse in the wrong uh, a couple of ways. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Well, first, the Twins have a lot more to worry about than that. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They do. They're uh, 11 and a half games back. I'm not counting, but. The way, the way they've been pitching, I don't even think that was meant to go behind his back. He probably tried to throw his No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah, it was a little dicey. Yeah, I know. And, and second, if you don't want that to happen, put a pitcher out there. Not that hard to figure out. Okay, so you're going to say that. You're going to go with that, too. So no validity to Tony. No validity to Tony's argument. No. No, and, and you know, no, I don't, I don't think so. I just... 3-0 take side. Hey, it's 3-0 you're well, mean. That, take that, side. That I, don't, that I don't like. I mean, if the guy just ignored it or just blew by a 3-0 take sign, yeah, so then he's got some answering to do to that. But if you're going to go out there and you've got to show it bad, you're going to hit, I don't care who you're hitting against. Hmm. I'm taking the yard. That's what you've always supposed to do. I got the you. Don't like you put a pitcher in. No, I got you. And, and the Twins, as you said, they've got uh, a lot to worry about. A lot to yeah, worry they, about. Um, they, I still don't. I don't understand why they threw him out. I mean, last night either. I don't. Well, the pitcher? Like the pitcher? Yeah, he didn't go for his head. He didn't yeah. do. I well, mean, it was just, I mean, he didn't go for his head, thankfully, but you're gone. Baldelli, you're gone, too. You're, you're gone. That yeah. was Bush League, well, I was, thought. That was Bush League. He was, he was going to make sure that. <laughs> 
he was going to be gone too. So appreciate right, it, buddy. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate it. I think most people are are with me. Just something I thought about this afternoon. The three O take sign I have an issue with. If the player uh, blew through that, don't love that. And is it sportsmanship in baseball seen differently than sportsmanship in say football, in say basketball? We don't like launching threes when we're up by 20. We don't love full-court pressing when we're up by 20. Right? We always say that. In the other sports, we always say, well, that's good sportsmanship. Don't don't full-court press. Don't launch threes. Don't do this. Right? Run out the shot clock. Don't shoot at the end. You're up, you're up by 10. Don't take a shot. I've seen numerous high school coaches jump on kids. They take a shot. Bad sportsmanship. This is Tony La Russa, 76-year-old manager. It's not his first rodeo. He said, young guy, bad sportsmanship. It's a blowout. Shouldn't have done it. That's what Tony's saying. I'm not with him on it. I do think there's a little point to him sticking to his guns, a little bit, especially in the 3-0 take sign. Lister Tech's coming in. Here it is. I think he's going to Tony La Russa here. Let me make sure. 720-1067 on the Nate Brown Show. Who are you with? Lister text, there is a right way to do things. If you want to run up the score and hit 3-0 home runs, go play beer league softball. That was Bush League, straight Bush League. Same thing with taking extra bases and stealing bases when you're up double digits. Mmm. Mmm. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Coming to the defense of Tony Larusa. Ah, so there is a little bit out there. Um, thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Oh, I have no problem with the bat flips and all the fun in baseball, but I don't like the position players uh, pitching just because, you know, there's numbers behind the, the story of baseball. And baseball is basically, you know, history of numbers. So and that, that's and I, that ruins that. And that ruins yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, know, you used to be able to go to the next day's, you know, your morning papers and see the box score, and you can see, you know, how your favorite player did or how your favorite team, uh, you know, stacked up against each other. And, you know, with, uh, you know, these scrub pitchers, basically what they are. Yeah, you know, not even food. pitchers. Yeah, they're not yeah. even pitchers. Oh, and then and then you got your contracts. Your all your contracts are all based on numbers. You know how many uh, how your pitchers pitching. You know, but a couple of years ago the Rays got into trouble for announcing that they're going to have uh, you know not starters but uh, you know beginners. Right. And then right. So you know you change the whole contract dynamics with. Uh, and I don't blame Mercedes, by the way, because of the contract. I mean, he's a rookie here. He's saying, hey, I'm going right. to hit. I'm going to hit. Right. Um, right. I mean, I have, I have no problem with the uh, – I mean, it's supposed to be fun. And, I mean, hitting, a, hitting the home run is perfectly fine. It's just the uh, – You, know, you the, say the twins the shouldn't have done the position players. The twins are right. at fault. Right, right. Appreciate it. Well, and Larusa was, you know, being the curmudgeon as he yeah. normally is. <laughs> that is right. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate it. Um, thanks, thanks for calling. Good to hear from you. Uh, okay, so this is interesting. Um, okay, I, I wanted to see where you're at. I've got a question of the day with trying to solve this issue that the Larusa, the old school against the new school position players don't waste guys. I mean, and it all came to a head right there in one game. New school, old school, baseball, not a better sport for it, the debate. Um, a question of the day, a solution, a solution to this. Would you guys ever go for this so we don't have this stuff happen? Would you ever go for this? 
That's on the way. We'll get into it later. Hang on. John Stigelmeyer's next. South Dakota State falls short in the championship. Coach Stig, reaction, and news on his quarterback. Coach Stig live next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Dale's Tire and Retreading has been providing quality brands of tires and excellent service to the Black Hills area for over 50 years. Dale's Tire sells tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, agriculture, construction, and more. Dale's Tire has what you need when you need it and offers appointment times to get you in and out faster. See the experts at Dale's Tire and Retreading. Two convenient locations in Rapid City, 691 Deadwood Avenue and 3200 Campbell Street. Dale's Tire and Retreading. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health orthopedics. When it comes to protecting your home and your belongings, what works for your neighbor most likely won't work for you. Insurance is personal, and that's why the coverage specialists at Fisher Rounds & Associates work with you to tailor a policy that protects your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions at the most reasonable cost possible. We sweat the small and the big stuff, so you don't have to. That's at your service, at your side. Fisher Rounds & Associates, with offices in Pierre, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. This is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better. Welcome back in on a Wednesday packed show tonight. Thanks for being here on Fox Sports Rapid City, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show Live. 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Great content tonight. Some great guests along the way. Check us out on YouTube. If you uh, haven't checked that out, we have a channel there, YouTube. Subscribe to the Nate Brown Show. You can watch this show live in studio camera. Also on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. We'll talk uh, to Mike DeCourcy coming up. Big Ten Network and Sporting News. He interviewed the Big Ten Commissioner today, Kevin Warren, and an exclusive Mike DeCourcy on that and more. Here's John Stigelmeyer one more time to uh, at least wrap up this spring season. And, and then, of course, uh, we'll get Coach Stig back on as we bounce back for the fall. But South Dakota State goes to the national championship. And uh, it was fun to see the Jacks on ABC. It was a tough first half, rain, some uh, mistakes here and there. And then it really got uh, interesting in that second half. This, the Jacks came from behind despite losing their Missouri Valley player of the year on the offensive side, the quarterback, Gradowski. Jacks fall short just a touch on uh, in the final seconds to Sam Houston. John Stigelmeyer back on Fox Sports Rapid City, South Dakota State head football coach. Coach, it's good to talk to you. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Let me ask you, last couple of days, what's what's been going through your mind? Uh, the football game. <laughs> you know, every every moment where you're not, uh, where I'm not uh, absorbed by something else, you think about this play or that play, because for us it became a, 
uh, one play game, but but way too many times in the game. So, uh, uh, but that's that's good because I really feel we could have won. We 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 uh, had a chance to be a national champion. We got to get back there and prove that. When it comes down to it, when Gronowski goes down first drive, first drive, coach. What did you have to say? What was going through your mind then to try and make sure we uh, this this group stays dialed in here? Well, we don't address that specifically because um, what we do is we believe in our players. You know, a guy uh, sprains an ankle, we put the next guy in, and, and uh, don't say we're going to change anything or adjust anything, or we're going to have to play harder now because somebody else is in there. That's just our, our our makeup as a football program. I did talk to Mark, you know, and, and express my disappointment in what happened, uh, not knowing totally what happened, but uh, I knew he was out for the game. And uh, but what a winner, you know, what a winner! He comes back and signals to the quarterback in the second half, and really showed that he's a team first guy. Did you feel like Keaton Heidi um, started settling in? It was tough. He'd only thrown two passes in a game. Um, it was tough early on against a uh, really athletic, big defense. Did you feel like he got better as the game went on? It felt like he did. I think he did, and I think uh, we as coaches got better in terms of what we asked him to do. You know, a young man's success quite often is, is based on what coaches ask him to do, not uh, just his performance. So uh, make some throws that aren't, aren't – uh, three reads uh, to figure out where you want to go and uh, run some, some bootleg type stuff and have them have success. Uh, what was it uh, that broke off Isaiah Davis, 78 yards, 85 yards? Man, it felt like those were just absolutely game-breaking plays. Um, how was the, uh, he able to do that? Well, number one, he's a very gifted young man. He's, he's fast. He's big. And I, I think at that point in the game, he just said, uh, I've got to carry some of this. And his will became stronger than it's ever been. And is stronger, more committed than uh, uh, than Sam Houston at that time. I mean, that, that run, the 85-yard run, is just one of the uh, most amazing plays I've seen in my long tenure as a coach. I mean, he just he dominated uh, all the way down the field. Yeah, I, I had to rewind that one. <laughs> I rewound that one. Just wanted to watch it again. It was really, really good. Um, you got in front, Coach, and then defensively, you played well. Really, really physical. What What was the toughest thing defensively against them as they went down and scored in the last seconds? Well, they they, uh, they had a good call on the fourth and one. And, uh, I mean, in the defense we were in, they're going to get the first down there. The fourth and three. Uh, you know, I just our corner slips. You know, it's a people talk about being a game of inches that that truly defines that. Our corner slips is just a half a second late or a fraction of a second late. Knock the ball out, they convert that, and then in the third third and goal play, uh, we have a linebacker that kind of hesitates, doesn't really go where his assignment tells him, and and consequently you get the touchdown. I mean, that could have very easily been an interception had he thrown it, had our guy done what he's supposed to do, but that. These guys are humans. They're not computers. They they have to make decisions and then play in the heat of the game. John Stigelmeyer, a couple more. South Dakota State goes to the national championship. They fall um, looking for that first national title. Uh, what was the experience like, Coach, just, I guess, outside of the game, in, in between the lines? We know it's all football. Outside of the lines, uh, what was the experience like for your program? 
Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It, uh, they did a phenomenal job of, of uh, taking care of our team, our players, uh, our fans. Uh, really, really uh, a first-class deal. And uh, I said that in the press conference. It's not normally something you say, but thank the city of Frisco, you know, the, the, the organization at the stadium and surely the NCAA because that was a memorable experience, a first-class experience. Coach Gronowski's injury, you said it's serious. Do, do we have a problem here for him playing? Uh, he will not play next year. Uh, it, uh, based on our initial uh, evaluation and the doctor's evaluation and all the different tests, uh, he will not play next year. How does, how does Coach Stigelmeyer now move forward today, meaning um, you've never had to do this per se, a, a season, then a quick turnaround and another season. You've done the spring ball, but um, what's this feel like now and what's next for you to get ready for the fall? Well, we got to get our, our players back, uh, you know, with a bounce in their step. That was a grind. Uh, you know, and they played their tails off and, and were so so dedicated to what we asked them to do. But we're giving them three weeks off, bring them back June 7th. Uh, we've got eight weeks of lifting before the season starts, which is really important because we haven't had heavy lifting for a long time. So to rebuild yourself and prevent injuries, you need to get in the weight room. Uh, and then uh, just as a staff, uh, we'll evaluate the season, a quick turnaround, and, and make improvements where we can. And and uh, won't be a lot of vacation time, but that's okay. John Stigelmeyer, I'll let him run. South Dakota State head football coach. What do you think's the strength coming back, coach, in the fall? Well, we we, we get everybody back, but uh, Preston Tetzlaff, our starting little linebacker. So uh, I'm not predicting anything, but we should be a really good football team if we stay healthy. We're going to have to shore up the quarterback situation. Uh, but I love our offense and defensive lines. I think uh, they're going to be even better coming back. Coach Stigelmeyer, congrats. It was a lot of fun to watch. I'm glad you guys played it out and uh, wish you the best moving forward. Take a little time off. I appreciate you coming on Fox Sports Rapid City all season. Thanks, Nate. It's been a treat. Take care. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. John Stigelmeyer on tonight. South Dakota State head football coach. The Jackrabbits going for title number one. Just falls short. That was a gritty team, man. Gritty effort. I've said that this week. I've said that this week. I mean, a gritty effort. Losing the starting quarterback, Gronowski, first drive. Um, that was a killer. That was a killer. And, and it's not to downplay um, Keaton Idy, who came in, but... Uh, it's just, it's tough. National championship, the whole thing, and, and they still almost got it done. So I said on Monday, the Jackrabbits are the national champions um, with Gronowski as the quarterback. It just felt that way. The game was so close as it was. Um, so that was a tough break, and now it gets tougher today. You just heard Coach John Stigelmeyer, the Jackrabbits, say Mark Gronowski, that true freshman Missouri Valley Offensive Player of the Year, he's out. He's out uh, for the whole year for this upcoming fall. Um, that that's that's tough, and so now you evaluate the quarterback situation at South Dakota State. That's maybe a number one priority. You can kind of hear him say, "We, we got to get that short up." That's a number one priority. They got to see what they want to do there at South Dakota State at QB. So keep your eye on things there. Maybe a transfer type scenario. Uh, that transfer portal. Um, I want to take a look. <laughs> I want to take a look. Unfortunately, Gronowski, the freshman for the Jacks, player of the year in the Missouri Valley offensively, he's out uh, for the fall season.
We'll come right back, talk college sports with Mike DeCourcy. I want to get into the NCAA Council and the name, image, and likeness scenario. I want to get into the Big Ten Commissioner interview that Mike DeCourcy did today. It's up there. Kevin Warren, first year of Commissioner of the Big Ten. How he, how did he do at the Big Ten? Mike DeCourcy, Big Ten Network and Sporting News. Great guest on the way next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey, renters in the Black Hills. I'm State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, and I'm ready to surprise you in a good way with surprisingly great rates on auto and renter's insurance. That's right. Me and my team can help you protect your car and your stuff for less than you might think. Get a quote and see how much you can save. You might be surprised. Call me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, for your surprisingly great auto and renter's rate today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Doctor, are you going to start the ventricular bypass? Wow. I've never seen the inside of a person's chest cavity before. Doctor? Well, my specialty is proctology, not hearts, but I'm game if you are. Would you want a proctologist operating on your heart? Renewal by Anderson of South Dakota thinks not. You'd want a specialist or an expert. Scalpel. Scalpel. Does someone have a diagram? We have nothing that looks like this on the other end. That's why when you need replacement windows, you need Renewal by Anderson. Because they only do windows. They're experts. No subcontractors. Nurse, if we're operating on the left ventricle, is that my left or his left? His left. His left, my right? No, you're right. Let's start from the bottom up, please. Renewal by Anderson. Hassle-free, energy-efficient, low-maintenance windows with a professional perfect fit. They won't leave you hanging. Doctor, where are you going? In proctology speak, I'm pooped. Just leave him as he is and I'll try again tomorrow. For a perfect fit, call 605-341-7831. That's 605-341-7831. Renewal by Anderson of South Dakota. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live, local, the biggest national names as well on Fox Sports Rapid City. Jared Willis coming up, Major League Baseball writer, Chicago Sun-Times. Okay. White Sox, Tony La Russa against the new age of baseball and the analytics guys. All right. <laughs> that debate continues. I've got a solution to how you stop these swinging home runs, uh, 3-0 counts, up 15-4. to I've got a solution. Do you guys like it? Where we would end, uh, you know, this wouldn't happen anymore. This wouldn't happen anymore. Do you like that? That's on the way. Mike DeCourcy's in. He's got a piece up, sportingnews.com. Uh, I read through this really interesting one-on-one with the Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren. Um, Kevin Warren took over. 
pretty tough time, right? Uh, COVID hitting everybody and having to make this decision, that decision. You get a one-on-one. It was interesting. You want to find it there, sportingnews.com. It's Mike DeCourse of the Big Ten Network and the Sporting News here on the Nate Brown Show. Mike, thanks for the time. How are you? I'm well, Nate. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I uh, wanted to ask you, there's a lot of questions in there, a lot of uh, things I read through. What did you learn um, after you interviewed Kevin Warren? What was a big takeaway for you? Well, I think probably the thing that, that struck me the most was uh, how determined he was to, to, to sort of fight through this, that uh, that he certainly had the ability to say, "Okay, look, um, you know, as, as as many of us did, you know, I could be at risk for this, uh, the pandemic. Uh, I could be putting myself in jeopardy. So I'm going to, you know, do my job basically from my house. I'll, you know, I'm, I'm sure he has a really nice desk in his house. He's had some good jobs. I'm sure he has a beautiful house with a nice big desk uh, and all the tech and." Uh, he could have done the job from there, but he was determined to connect with the Big Ten. And maybe if he had been on the job for 10 years or something or five years or whatever, he could have done that. But he felt compelled to connect with a conference that he'd only been on the job as a full-time, as the commissioner, not the commissioner in waiting and all that, but the actual commissioner. He'd only been on the job for two months when the global pandemic was declared, the next day was the cancellation of the Big Ten tournament. Soon after that, they made the determination to cancel spring sports and all of that. Uh, and it, it, he, even through all that, he still went out and traveled a lot to different uh, places in the league. Uh, it, once they started to play particular sports, uh, whatever, whatever connection he could make, he talked about all the traveling he did, and I was really surprised by that. I want to ask you, um, there was this time there where they were going to play football, Mike, and then they weren't going to play football. It was going to be pushed to the spring. Now they are going to play football. How did he navigate that? That was a dicey situation. It was, and I think it, you know, I think what people miss, and I think they want to miss it because they want to criticize him, um, you know, you you have an African American man in a position of such prominence, uh, and he and he gets in that position. And as I said, you know, basically the whole world collapses two months later, and he's supposed to know exactly what to do. Uh, no one knew what to do, and they get the football season, and they put together a football schedule that was functional, that you know, that would have allowed a delay before the start of the season. They spent a ton of time putting that schedule together. And not long after that, the conference decided that they thought it was in their best interest to not play football in the fall. It, it was, you know, in regards to the pandemic and trying to stop the spread and making sure that people weren't put at risk and all of that, they said, we're not going to play football. Now, I mean, it's pretty obvious with all the work that went into the scheduling and, and the design of the schedule and all of that, and then not long after that, I don't remember the exact number of days, but it wasn't many, you know, they're, they're calling it off or they're postponing to the spring, so to speak. Yeah. It's pretty obvious that that was not his individual decision. It, it, that's not how the Big Ten works. Clearly, that chain of events does not indicate he woke up on Tuesday morning, August 11th, I think it was, and said, nah, we're not going to play. It's not his call on his own. It was 
you know, there was people, the medical people at the various medical schools on campuses. It was the presidents listening to them, et cetera, that said it was the wrong thing to do at that point. And I, I you know, like that, that's long since passed. Um, but ultimately, they were able to, once they did say, okay, let's do this, they were able to put together a very successful season with, what they, with, with the time they had left. And I think that's where the commissioner comes in. It, okay, we're going to play. All right, let's get this done. And I thought that they were very effective in that, in that regard. Mike DeCourcy interviewed the Big Ten Commissioner. Find it there, sportingnews.com. He joins us on the Nate Brown Show. Find Mike on Twitter at TSN Mike. Interesting interview. A couple things from it. Speaking of uh, football in the Big Ten, Ohio State's big brand, number one. Um, you ask him. Well, it's kind of Ohio State and everybody else. Is, is that the case, and is that a bad thing? Yeah, you know, and he didn't really, you know, come out 100% and, and say. I, I think what he, I think the, the primary takeaway from how he answered it was that he felt that, hey, if you're great, you're great. And if, you're, and if somebody's great, it's your job to go challenge them. That's sports. It's your job to go figure it out. And, and I, you know, and I think that that's, you know, the, the one answer that I was disappointed in is I would have liked to have gotten a more direct answer regarding the Big Ten support or non-support of the, um, the, co- the expansion of the college football playoff. Now, I asked him that two months ago, and, you know, and the issue has changed a little bit since then. But I still thought that after this much time, he or they could have had a strong position on that. Why do you th- uh, yes, no, whatever. Why do you think that is, Mike? I was going to ask you about that. What are the dynamics at play expanding the college football playoff, why the Big Ten may like it or may not like it? I don't know. You know, I think probably some of it goes back to the Rose Bowl. How will it work into the equation? I think that's always, uh, you know, uh, in play. Um, I, you know, I'm a believer that that in order to do this right, you have to have automatic qualification. And if you have automatic qualification, it has at least a chance of changing the dynamic of college football right now. It is so oriented toward those three schools, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, really like 3A. Uh, and I, I think that, that that's a problem in the sport. And I, and I, I just... If you have automatic qualification, then everybody feels they have a shot. And when I say automatic qualification, I'm talking about the Power Five. Yeah. I would guarantee one spot to the group of five, uh, the, you know, like last year it had been Cincinnati or whatever. I would guarantee that uh, and do that by computer or committee, however you feel is best. But that, that, if, if you don't have that, this, this, there's this constant understanding among those who, want, who are prospects and who want to play that, you know, if I go to Alabama, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have great coaching, and, I'm gonna, and if I'm good enough, I'll play in the NFL, and I'll, and I'll probably play in three or four CFPs, depending on how long I stay. Um, that's, that's, not, that's not great for the sport. It, it's, too, it's too narrowed down. And, and, you know, I say that even as someone who, uh, you know, lived in Ohio for 20 years, and my wife loves the Buckeyes. Um, I think, you know, if you, if you have the automatic qualification, the expanded playoff, and you still do all that stuff, that's, you know, that's really an achievement. Do you think we can get to eight teams? Is that uh, reasonable? Yeah, I think that's the number. I think that's, you know, I used to be 16 and all that, but I'm, I've come to be realistic about this. It's not going to 16 and for, 
it's it's never going to 16, I don't think. Uh, and so I think eight's the perfect number. It doesn't add too many games. Uh, it, it just you know it gives. I think it would give the opportunity to have the uh, first round, the eight, you know, eight versus one, seven versus two, et cetera. That round, I think you'd have it at one, two, three, four. Their stadium, so they get another home game, another home gate. You get you know you qualify for those top four spots. You get to keep the money. You know, for not the TV money, but the home gate, you got it. It's yours. I think that would be a great incentive to expand. I think Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State would be like, how much? Okay, we'll do that. You know, I think that would be great. Let me ask you, speaking of money, Mike DeCourcy, great piece with Kevin Warren, Big Ten Commissioner, SportingNews.com. You can read it there. He joins us on the Nate Brown Show. I do want to get on this. NCAA Council meets today. They're not going to say anything about name, image, and likeness there. We're just kind of waiting to see what happens. I want to get your feeling on this. Um, in a conference like the Big Ten or even nationally here, what do you think changes with Big Ten recruiting? Does it help a Nebraska, somebody like that, compete with an Ohio State if they're the only show in town and kids can make dollars off of name, image, and likeness? Is this going to really change the landscape. I don't think it will change the landscape. No, I, I think it. I think how it might change is that I think the transfers might slow down. It, it might slow it down. It depends on how how on how um, entrenched it becomes. It, uh, do you, do you like? Because remember, if you're transferring every year or whatever, I mean, um, nobody, nobody's going to know you, so you're not going to get much money. So I think in order to build that kind of brand, you're going to have to think about staying in one place longer. And you may transfer if you're not getting any run at all, but that was always the case. It's these guys who are transferring after they go in, they play a lot, they average a bunch of points, and they still move on, that, that maybe that, you know, that, that person stays where they are. I, I don't think it will change – uh, does it help Nebraska versus Ohio State? No, it probably even puts them further behind the curve. Because I mean, I, I, Nick, mm. have you ever been to Columbus? I mean, they talk Ohio State football every day of the year. They have professional soccer. They have professional hockey. They like both of those. They have a great college basketball team. Ohio State was a two seed this year. Um, but you know, it's if you go if you drive through there and you're driving around listening to the sports talk shows. I mean, they are talking about Buckeyes football unless it's like the day of a game for one of those other teams I mentioned. little secret here, Mike. I went to the horseshoe watching, okay, you know this, Stanley Jackson, Joe Germain, um, Pepe yeah. Pearson. You know those names? Okay, you know Absolutely. those names back in the day. Okay, I'm getting old, Mike. I'm getting old, but don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> Not as old as me, though. <laughs> I was in the horseshoe. It's a great experience. Uh, I'll let you run with this. How about intra-conference transfers here? You, you talked about the transfer uh, situation. Intra-conference transfers. Pac-12 just said it uh, yesterday. Yeah, it, it'll be fine. We can go from USC to UCLA and um, – a lot of conferences rolling with this now. What do you think of it? It's just inevitable that with the you know the portal working as it does now, and I've always believed you know people complain about the transfer portal, and and like the portal is a great device because it you, it it was never right that you had to go to your coach and say, Coach, am I allowed to transfer? I mean that was never right. That was always a ludicrous construct. 
and so it's great that it's gone. That's what the portal does. It's the immediate eligibility that's bothering people. Mm. And I, I, that's here. I mean, that's not going anywhere. The one-time transfer exemption is happening. Now, I think what has to happen now, what athletes have to realize is one time means one time. So you better make sure that if you whiff on the first one, that you get the second one right. Because we've got guys out there who are on their third, even fourth schools this year, and some of that's because of um, uh, because of the bonus year of eligibility you get. Right. But the, there are there are players out there. Uh, Charlie Moore um, went to Cal, Kansas, and DePaul before the bonus year even came into play. So you can, you're not going to get the opportunity to do that and have a full career. Uh, you have if you decide that you want to go. You have to make sure that you get it right the second time. And I think that's something that maybe even, again, although it's, there are many things about the immediate tr- uh, eligibility that I'm not crazy about, I worry about its effect on graduation rates and things like that, uh, I, it, it maybe gives us a chance for players to at least you know, make sure that they get the second one right and commit to where they are. Great college sports discussion. He's, he's the guy, Big Ten Network host, Sporting News, college sports writer. Sportingnews.com, the Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren, uh, one-on-one interview up there with Mike DeCorsi on Twitter at TSN. Mike, follow him there. Mike, always uh, appreciate you coming on. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. Mike DeCorsi, one of my favorites, Big Ten Network, Sporting News. Dot com uh, here on the Nate Brown Show talking to Kevin Warren, Big Ten Commissioner. Um, yeah, and I said here, I said um, during that pandemic mess that the Big Ten presidents made that mistake. What mistake? Before the football season, jumping the gun, um, pulling the plug. Because I think the Big Ten presidents, the universities in the Big Ten, you know, they're they're you know, better than most, winky face, uh, they're better than most, they thought everyone else would just uh, pull the plug as well, I think. Big 12 didn't, SEC didn't, okay? Notre Dame, high-level elite university, they held firm. Notre Dame's like, uh, yeah. And then Notre Dame didn't pull it. SEC didn't pull it. Big 12 didn't pull it. ACC didn't pull it. And now the Big Ten presidents are going, so all those Power Five teams are going to play? We're not going to play? I mean, that was the big miss by the presidents, and people kind of targeted Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner. He's brand new. He's, um, you know, what is he doing? Um, Kevin Warren works for the presidents. Roger Goodell in the NFL works for the owners. I mean, these guys are targets. They, you know, easy to ridicule them, this and that. I don't think it's always the the fairest thing. The Big Ten presidents, I believe, academia um, ruined that scenario with the Big Ten football season where here's the schedule. Yeah, everything was in play. No, we're going to pull it. Now everyone else is going to play. Yeah, I guess we'll play too. And I still credit Nebraska as well. Within that conference of the Big Ten, I still credit Nebraska, Scott Frost, Bill Moose. I still credit them that they said – we want to we want to play here. They kind of made a stink. They say, "Hey, protocols in place. We're going to do this." And and you look back on it, you say, "Some of these schools were going to go to class, but they weren't going to have players. They were going to go to class, but they weren't going to have football." That to me did not make the sense. That that's where the inconsistencies of this past year um, happened. Here on the Nate Brown Show, we jump into this topic. Um, 
what would help these unwritten rules in baseball where Tony La Russa gets mad at his own player for hitting home run on a 3-0 count up 15-4 to against the Twins? Or what would stop the Twins from putting in position players to pitch? I've got a question of the day. What would help this scenario? We'll get into it. Jared Willis, Major League Baseball writer, Chicago Sun-Times, live next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Rapid City in the Black Hills, if you're shopping for a new vehicle before you buy, stop by Gateway, one of our two locations, 123 Omaha or 410 North Campbell. We specialize in credit rebuilder programs. We specialize in finding you the rarest cars in the market. We specialize in the funnest car buying experience. If you have good credit, bad credit, no problem. We specialize in people. Gateway Autoplex with one of the largest inventories in the Black Hills. I'm Scott Anna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Hey, parents of local athletes, we all know you got to put in the work to get better. And Physio is ready to help your athlete improve their strength, conditioning, and athletic ability. Physio's Summer Strength and Conditioning Program starts June 7th. And this year, they're kicking it off with the first ever Black Hills Athlete Performance Combine. Testing to find out where you're at and where you can improve. Open to area athletes grades 6 through 12. Register for the Combine and Physio's Strength and Conditioning Summer Program right now at bhphysio.com. Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet buys cars. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too. We make cash offers to purchase local cars, trucks, and SUVs every day. Tired of listing online? Tired of messages? Or just tired of making payments? Whatever the reason, make an appointment at rapidchevrolet.com for a no-obligation appraisal. It's fast and free. When you're ready to sell, we're ready to buy. At Denny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet, Rapid City. Hi, this is David Brenman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. Have you thought about buying your first home or maybe upgrading to a home that you will really love? Real estate is an important investment that you want to get right. I have been in the business of finding the right home for 15 years. To get started, contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Let's open the door to your new home and say hello to a goodbye with me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City, your sports, your show. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. You know that. The drive at five, getting ready to go. Coming up, we'll talk to the Rapid City Christian head football coach, brand new, Nathan Long. He's the next head coach for the Cobbets. Rapid City Christian lost Ben Connett, who was a fan of. Young guy, great football guy, came over from winter. Uh, did a nice job, Ben Connett, and now Rapid City Christian gets a new head coach after one season under Coach Connett. Nathan Long will introduce him to you coming up this next hour. Out to Los Angeles tonight, Kevin Figures is on the way. Fox Sports Radio and AM570 in Los Angeles. Kevin Figures going to join us because here's what I told you. Here's what I tell you. I'm cheering for the Warriors tonight. This is a big game tonight, 8 o'clock Mountain Time. Big game in the play-in. 
Steph Curry and the Warriors. You got to go for the Warriors tonight, right? Over LeBron and the Lakers, there's no doubt. But here's the news. Here's the news on the Nate Brown Show. The news. LeBron and the Lakers will win. Okay? Just so everybody's aware. I'm going for Steph and the Warriors. It's a great thing tonight. They get to root against the Lakers and LeBron. LeBron and the Lakers will win. Just a little heads up here on a Wednesday night. Um, Jared Willis is in, Major League Baseball writer. You can find his stuff at Forbes and the Chicago Sun-Times. Jared Willis covers the AL Central. Does a good job of it. Find him on Twitter at jwillis. Uh, Jared, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me tonight. Well, I appreciate it. So so you cover the White Sox and uh, the AL Central and the Cubbies and the NL Central, and it's so interesting. This topic's really exploding. Tony La Russa um, gets a chance with the White Sox to come back, 76 years old, first year managing the White Sox after a decade away from baseball. And here it is, Jared. It's the perfect storm. Old school baseball against, quote-unquote, new school baseball. And it comes to a head with position players pitching, yet Tony La Russa saying, no, we have to play the game the right way. Baseball traditionalists want to play the game the right way. But the Twins were already playing it the wrong way. Who's right here? Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know that you can you can say that anybody is other than probably your mean Mercedes. Um, you think he did? Think you they, think he's fine? Your mean Mercedes belting I, that home run? Yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I think for a couple of reasons. I mean, I mean, if there's one thing he did wrong, it's probably if his manager gave him the take sign, then you know you should probably listen to your manager and 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 do what he says. But you know, mm-hmm, ultimately mm-hmm. though, I'm not really opposed to swinging on three and zero in in any situation. Um, I think that what we saw against the Twins the other night is an unusual set of circumstances because it's a blowout game. You've got a position player out there. And honestly, you know, when Mercedes swings, like he could have just as likely hit the ball on the ground and it's a ground out and we don't really, you know, there's, we're not really talking about it. I think the only reason it's a big conversation is because it ended up being a home run. Right, right. Um, and and, and know, I will say this, though, Jared. I will say, I, I had a couple of things with LaRusso. You tell me if I'm off. I said, Tony LaRusso talking about this the way he did. And I know the media, I mean, you guys ask him questions, but he can just disregard those and move forward. He really talked about it openly and publicly. I didn't love that side of it. I felt like LaRusso right. magnified it. No. I, I definitely agree. I think it, that very much would have been his prerogative to say, you know, just that's something we're dealing with in-house. This isn't, you know, something we need to talk about. Um, you know, that's he's got the, that's his right to do that um, if he's got a problem with what Mercedes did. But I think to, you know, really like kind of publicly throw his player under the bus, um, it's just it doesn't look good. That's not the kind of thing you want your manager doing. You lose a clubhouse that way, you know. You get you get your your players start turning against you when they they hear those kinds of things. That stuff doesn't need to be public necessarily. Obviously, as a member of the media, I'm like, please tell us everything. But <laughs> I also understand he's got a team to run, so he sometimes has to pick and choose what he's going to tell us and what he's not. And so, you know, he, there there's a much different way he could have answered that question that night and, and just really kept it like, 
we're going to keep this in-house. But, you know, to go so far as to say, oh, he's going to be punished and there's consequences for that and yeah, I'm going to go apologize to the Twins and, you know, there right, was no need right. for him to do that. By the way, Jared, he doubles down last night. Um, the Twins throw at Mercedes, at least it looked to me that way, and the umpire thought the same thing. He ejected Tyler Duffy, the pitcher, um, and Rocco Baldelli last night, the manager. I thought the Twins here, I thought the Twins have played this Bush League, whether it's a position player in the game and then complaining about the home run, and then you throw at Mercedes the next night, and Tony La Russa, the, the White Sox manager, doubles down and says, I didn't have yeah. a problem with them doing that. I, I thought that was another problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely stepped in it again. Because, um, like you said, I, I don't think there was a need for the Twins to retaliate in that situation. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's the end of the world that they did because of the way that they did it. You throw behind a guy that's a pretty clear, we're sending a message, there you go, now you know it doesn't need to be a big deal. Um, but, yeah, then, then LaRusso says, uh, you know, sticks up for the other team instead of sticking up for his guy. And again, and this is where you see, like, you know, Tim Anderson posting on his Instagram, really kind of, you know, pretty subtly making a clear jab at his manager and Mercedes chiming in. Of course, Larusa, he probably has no idea. But, you know, that's the stuff that you don't want that. For a team that's got the best record in the American League, they're looking really great. None of, none of this is good. They really need it to blow over. And, and just keep doing what they've been doing. I, I, I agree with that. He's got the, you know, now I will credit him, I guess, here. He's got the number one team in the American League. Uh, they're tied for the best record in baseball. White Sox just took two out of three from the Twins. So uh, they're doing fine under La Russa, But this problem here, managers are what, Jared, today? You cover the game. They're relationship guys more than anything. And, yeah, yeah. they'll make this call. They'll make that call. But analytics play this whole thing out. Their relationship guys, Tony LaRusse and these players. Lance Lynn said he went to get, went against him. Tim Anderson went against him. Giolito today went against him. Can Tony LaRusse manage these players? Not the way it's looking right now. You know, when you have and especially when you have team leaders like Tim Anderson, like Lucas Giolito, that's you you've got something now bubbling up to the surface where he can lose this team. Because um, you're right, like it's their job is to you know you're you're managing the personalities, you're managing the 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 human beings, not necessarily managing the games as much. Um, and so if you fail at that, if you get that wrong, then yeah, this team's winning now, but there's a lot of the season left, and there's a lot of time for things for the wheels to come off. Um, and and this is the thing that he's got to understand is. If I'm not careful, I'm going to lose this clubhouse, and that could cost us what could end up being a pretty exciting season otherwise. Jared Willis, Major League Baseball writer, Forbes, uh, Chicago Sun-Times, talking White Sox, number one team in the American League, and a controversy with Tony La Russa, um, and just kind of doubling down, tripling down, saying respect the game. Um, I do say unwritten rules in baseball overall. Here's what you've got, Jared. The new crowd says, you got to get them out of here, uh, play the game. The old school crowd says, no, this is something that you need to understand. This is uh, how you play the game the right way. It's sportsmanship. Who ultimately do you think the public favors now today? I, I feel like we're transitioning to 
the baseball traditionalists getting weeded out here? Yeah, I, I think for sure. Um, it, it's tilting in favor of the, the the crowd that says, hey, maybe we don't, we don't need to abide by these unwritten rules quite as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, even, you know, when you're seeing there's players that are coming out saying it, when, you know, Lance Lynn just said it today. And he's a guy who's he's been around for a while. He's, he's somebody who you typically probably think of as an old school baseball kind of guy. But he says, you know, hey, we, these old unwritten rules are starting to go away, and, and that's okay. Um, and that's something I think is, is probably healthy for the evolution of the game. Um, for bringing in younger fans, they home runs and, and things like that. That's that's exciting stuff. That's what people want to see. So I do think we're moving into the a new phase of the game where some of this stuff that's been around for a while, we're going to start to see it go away. And I, I think that's a good thing. And it's just right now we're kind of caught in the in-between where there's guys like LaRusa still around who are having trouble getting up to speed on, hey, this really isn't the way that the game is played anymore. Um, and the position players pitching, I don't love that. So I, I sound like a traditionalist in one category. I say, I don't like position players pitching. Um, yet, on the other side, I say, oh, if they are pitching, I'm going to blast a 3-0 home run, whether I'm up 15-4 <laughs> to four or not. And that's really the right. uh, conundrum tonight. Uh, Jared Willis, Major League Baseball writer. Find his work there at Forbes on Twitter at jwillis, uh, live from Chicago tonight. Jared, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Jared Willis tonight, Fox Sports Rapid City, um, contributor Forbes and Chicago Sun-Times, Major League Baseball writer. Um, question of the day for you guys on this scenario. Okay. Question of the day. If we don't like position players pitching, what's worse? What's worse? Okay, Here, here's my options for you. I'm actually going to ask you, what's better? Okay, I'm going to get into this. Position players pitching, you just have to deal with it. Okay, blowout games. Or the old Aaron Boone recommendation of a year ago. Do you know what Aaron Boone recommended, manager of the Yankees? He said, hey, in these blowout games, I'm having to put position players in to not waste my bullpen, the whole thing, to pitch. Let's just give the losing team the option to call it quits. So so basically what we're bringing into Major League Baseball essentially is what? The 10-run rule. The mercy rule. Are you guys okay with that? Major League Baseball fans, sports fans, I ask you, tell me what's a better choice today in this scenario. Position players having to pitch, because they're not going to stop doing that. The analytics guys upstairs are saying, Don't put a reliever in when we're down 11 in the seventh inning. It's over. So what's better? 10-run mercy rule. Give that an option for the losing team. I'm going to say after seven innings. You aren't going to do this any earlier than that. After seven innings, I get an option. I'm losing. I'm, I'm Rocco Baldelli, the Twins manager. I can stop the game and say, 10-run rule, I'm out. Or... Are you guys okay with position players pitching? You know what's going to happen, right? You can't win on this because the baseball numbers guys, the guys that respect the stats, the numbers, the history of the game, are going to say both of those rules change the whole history and dynamics of baseball. A 10-run rule mercy option? 
So I get to quit a game after the seventh inning if I'm down 10? I'm the losing manager here. I'm the Twins. I'm down. Uh, I just get to call the game. Aaron Boone threw that in last year and said, hey, we should really look at it. We do it in Little League Baseball, <laughs> right? We do it in Legion Baseball, Major League Baseball. We should look at it because we're not playing these games the right way anyway at the end. What do you think of that? Major League Baseball fans, 720-1067 on the Nate Brown Show tonight on this Wednesday. I'd like to get you in. I'd like to know. This is a tough one. I think it is. Tell me what's a better choice. This mess of position players pitching? The 10-run rule option in Major League Baseball to just call it good. Just call it good. What's better? 62% of you right now, the question of the day, responding with... The 10-run mercy rule option, the better option. Wow. 62% of you are willing to go 10-run rule mercy option? You hate position players pitching that much? Um, thanks for calling. You're live tonight, and you go ahead. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? What's going on, Brett? You know, uh, in professional sports, I don't think there should be any mercy. Okay, okay. I'm usually with you. I'm usually with you on that. I'm not so sure anymore. Um, as far as uh, when they're putting people in from, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about uh, players getting out there and... Uh, yeah, left, I, 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 you know, like left fielder coming in to pitch. That's what happened the other night. And that's okay, I guess. I mean, if that's what you have to do. Um, but, you know, again, like these are all professionals and they're doing their professional business. Like it's not... We're not talking about little leaguers. If it was little league, then I would definitely be on the whole like. But see, you know, here's the problem, league. Brett. Here's the problem. Twins put in a position player. He gives up a home run and a blowout, and the Twins are ticked off. The Twins are ticked off that the guy hit a home run off of him. Yeah, oh, you I, can't have it both ways. That's my take, no. right? I mean, if you're going to totally put a guy into pitch, play the game. But you know what? If you've got somebody like Shoyatani or, or, or out there, out there, uh, Shoyatani, you know he's he's a position now player. That's the real deal. That's the real deal. Player. There, we all wish we had Shohei. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all wish we had him. I, I, it's interesting. I'm with you on the mercy rule. Usually doesn't belong in in pro sports. I'm with you on it. It's a tough one though. It's a tough one here because baseball they they start giving up now. They don't even they don't even finish out games anymore. They just put in guys that have never pitched. Um, I don't love that either. I don't love that either. Uh, I guess if they do it, you got to keep playing. Appreciate it, Brett. Thanks for getting in. Appreciate you calling. Thanks for being here. Seven two zero one zero six seven is our number. Okay. So I am surprised at that, though. I am a little surprised. Sixty two percent of you say, "What's a better choice in Major League Baseball today in these blowout games?" The 10-run rule mercy option for the losing manager or just have the position players pitching. 38% of you saying position players pitching is the better choice. 62% 10-run rule mercy option. Uh, listener text coming in, 720-1067 on the Nate Brown Show. you got to get the analytics out of the game. It's cheapening baseball. It cheapens the no-hitters. It cheapens home run records. Um, and there it is. The analytics are a problem, I'm telling you. Analytics, the sports analytics have really ruined some sports. They really have. I I could go off on this for quite a while. They really have. 
sports analytics have really ruined some sports. It's made basketball a three-point fest just entirely. Dribble, 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 dribble. Three-pointers, record, record amount of three-pointers being shot. And then in baseball, the analytics are a total mess, a total mess, where you can't bat this guy, you can't pitch this guy, you can't do that, you can't do this. The manager's sitting there, okay, what is the what do the analytics tell me today? No more gut feeling, no more managing a team. Um, I think analytics in sports have hurt, not helped. Um, listener text, Larusa has a point about sportsmanship, though, in baseball. The players need to recognize it. Hmm. Hmm. All right, let's jump out of this for a second. Hang on. Let's jump out of this for a second. Pro Football Focus just put out the top 32 quarterbacks. 32 teams, 32 quarterbacks. They just put out the top 32 quarterbacks. Where is Kirk Cousins for the Vikings? You Vikings fans, hang on here. Where's Kirk Cousins? Where's Drew Locke? For the Broncos, I've got a big argument to make for one of these QBs next. The Nate Brown Show. Nothing beats the quality of the 1994 to 2002 Dodge Ram 2500 4x4 trucks with 5.9 liter Cummins diesel engines. And nobody has a better selection of these great trucks than Quality Motors in Rapid City. With over 35 units on hand, you'll find an amazing truck that'll get the job done for a mere fraction of the price of a new truck. At Quality Motors, Ray is all about top quality trucks with attention to detail a priority. See for yourself at Quality Motors, Samco Plaza off Deadwood Avenue, Rapid City. Call Ray at 605-431-1945. Hey, it's Nate Brown for the Man Salon. Guys, we're all working hard. Some of us are stressed. We all need a little relaxation. That's where you go to the Man Salon. Get the full treatment. Great haircut, shampoo, head, shoulder massage, hot towel in your own station. There's no place like it in Rapid City. And their stylists are wearing masks. So if you want to relax, get a great experience. You want the Man Salon on West Main or at Rushmore Crossing. Book your next appointment online at themansalon.net. Hello everyone, this is Todd Singh with Singh Contracting. I'm here to remind you it's time to get that roof done. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll give you our own estimate, separate from insurance. So you can make sure they're taking care of you. Call today, 343-ROOF. That's 343-7663. Or visit us at singcontracting.com. Don't delay, call today. Bye! Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. 
For nearly 100 years, Connex has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928. Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's Sports Talk Show. Show South Dakota Sports Talk Show into the drive at five on a busy Wednesday. Wow, busy Wednesday coming up. Kevin Figures live from AM 570 Los Angeles. Oh boy, I got you covered tonight in this showdown of the NBA play-in tournament. I'm cheering for the Warriors big time, so I've got um, I'm going Warriors here. Feel like the underdog, Steph Curry. I'm a fan, um, but the Lakers will win. Okay, <laughs> so I'm projecting that cheering for the Warriors, we're going to lose. Warriors are going to lose. Lakers going to win tonight, right? You all agree with that, right? No, we'll see. You agree with some things, some things not. That's why I want to get into this debate, this debate tonight. This is a good one. Um, Pro Football Focus has released the ranking of their 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL and pro football focus, I'm going to say, has quite a few right. I mean, it's debatable where you put guys and things like that, but quite a few right. I'll, I'll just start with this. Patrick Mahomes is number one. That That's that's a lock. That's a lock. Some people's going to argue about Tom Brady. It's Brady. Brady won. Brady won. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. End of story. Okay. I just told you yesterday how bad I cheer against the Chiefs. I'm objective here. Mahomes is the real deal. He is the real deal. End of story. So Mahomes is number one. If you had to start a franchise, you're starting Mahomes. I don't care whether Tom Brady's old or not. Pro Football Focus has Tom Brady number two. Um, I, I guess. I mean, you can't downplay Brady's ability to win and, and win there at the end. And I mean, he didn't have an unbelievable season. That's where I think people kind of get lost, where he wins in such big stages and in such big moments. And he's a winner. He's a competitor. He's the ultra competitor and leader and winner. He just is. I don't know if Tom Brady's the number two best quarterback, but yeah, I'll give it to you. Mahomes, Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. So all of these are that, that's fair, right? You guys are with that. Pro football focus saying, okay, here's your top guys. Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, Wilson. They put Deshaun Watson there at number five. We'll see if Deshaun plays, doesn't play. He's got a mess uh, going on with his situation and the alleged um, problems there. So Watson, number five. My guy, Josh Allen. Wyoming, go pokes. Josh Allen's number six. Dak Prescott's number seven. And here's where it gets interesting. So you help me out. Here's where it gets interesting in here. 
I'm trying to find, okay, I believe Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. Some of you guys would say, you're, you're a lunatic. You are a lunatic. You look at the numbers, look at the numbers of Kirk Cousins the last couple of years. He is a top 10 quarterback. As a matter of fact, his numbers would show he's a top five quarterback. Might surprise you, but his numbers would show he's a top five quarterback. He had the worst pass blocking. Well, oh, hang on. Not the worst. 29th. Sorry. He had the 29th ranked pass blocking. He had the 29th ranked pass blocking and still did fine. Still did fine. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been good. The Vikings' problem has not been Kirk Cousins. So I'm looking at pro football focus. Where do you rank Kirk Cousins in quarterbacks? They have him today at number 14. They have him at number 14. That's two spots ahead of Ben Roethlisberger. Now, it could just be me. You're crazy if you think Kirk Cousins is barely better than Ben Roethlisberger at this point going into 2021. You're just absolutely crazy. Um, Here's the quarterbacks that they have better than Kirk Cousins that I totally debate, which would get Kirk into my top 10. He's not into the top 10 with PFF. And here's where he should be. You tell me, 720-1067, you tell me, is Kirk Cousins better than, here it is, Derek Carr, Las Vegas Raiders? Yes. Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee Titans? Yes. Um, Matthew Stafford? He is. He is better now. Sorry, sorry. And, and here's what Matt Ryan. Yes, he is. He is. So so Kirk Cousins, and, and then it's kind of the bubble zone there. Is Kirk Cousins better than Baker Mayfield? I think so. I think so. Baker Mayfield had one of the best pass blocking grades for his O-line. Kirk had one of the worst. And I still think Kirk's better than Baker, I think. And you're telling me he's at number 14? I got Kirk Cousins better than Carr, Tannehill, Stafford, Matt Ryan, and probably Baker Mayfield. Kirk should be in the top 10. His numbers show that. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? Well, you know, I, you know I'm kind of critical of Mr. Kirk. Oh. Um, oh. But, like, I... I I'm with you to a certain extent. <laughs> like, so <laughs> his 10? numbers Top are 10? his his numbers are good, right? And I totally agree with you that is the O line has been absolutely miserable, and we need to fix that. And I think that would solve a lot of problems. Where I get hung up is it seems like he just disappears in big games. Like he has got good numbers, but like. There's games where he can't even complete a pass, and it's like, we need you, man, and he just he's nowhere to be found. Oh, here it is. So, here it is. The Vikings fan saying, we need the big play from Kirk. That That's what it is, yeah. right? He just can't make the big play. That's what you guys well, say. Like, like he does make big plays, but it's in meaningless games. Like, oh. <laughs> when, when we need him, when we need him, 
he's not there. Like, and again, like I say, he, he probably would be there if he had some better pass blocking. But I do know so I, like, that uh, is the rub on Kirk. It is. I mean, I have a tough time with it. it is it's say, well, Kirk just can't quite step up in the big moments. The big yeah. moments. Right. Yeah, you can. It's it's kind of like the 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 Milwaukee Bucks, like really good regular season, and then when it comes crunch time, they just flop. So mm. it's kind of that mm. scenario. Mm. But top anyway, ten, I, top I, ten, I, top ten quarterback um, or not? Close. Like okay. I, I'll give All you the right. benefit of the doubt on that. But All like right. I would love to see what he does with a good offensive line. So hopefully they can fix that. I, but, I, I'm anyway. with you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Have a good day, man. Thanks for getting in. McJudgerson in, um, walking the line. The Vikings fans are walking the line. I'm sticking up for Kirk Cousins. He's listed as the 14th best. And isn't that fitting? I mean, he's just, leave it to pro football focus. Hey, Kirk Cousins, eh, he's kind of middle-of-the-road quarterback. Yeah, let's put him middle-of-the-road. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Kirk hasn't been the Vikings' problems. And I'll stick with that. He has not been the Vikings' problems. He's been good enough. The Vikings' O-line, terrible. The Vikings' defense, especially last year, terrible. Terrible. Um, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick in at number 19. Kirk Cousins, number 14. If I'm picking, I'm telling you, I'm picking Kirk Cousins over Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford today. I am today. Now, Matt Ryan's elevated. I don't I don't buy that anymore. Matthew Stafford, eh, eh, I'm, I'm rolling with Kirk in the top 10. By the way, I haven't mentioned Drew Locke. Why is that? Why is that? Anybody? Pro Football Focus has Drew Locke as the starting quarterback for the Broncos going into the season. And this is absurd. But Pro Football Focus has Drew Locke ranked number 32 out of 32. And that's why it's going to be Teddy's team. Anyway, yes, Teddy Bridgewater, you got the wrong quarterback, uh, PFF. You got the wrong guy. Come on, get with it. Drew Locke's 32 out of 32. Where's Teddy? Get Teddy up there. Coming back with Kevin Figures, Fox Sports Radio, AM 570 in Los Angeles on the way. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 Black Hills Community Bank wants you to know that now may be the best time to refinance, purchase, or even build a brand new home. With rates this low, Black Hills Community Bank is well positioned to be your local partner. They are your home loans bank with local originators, underwriting, processing, and closings. They challenge themselves to close every loan on time. This may be the time to think about home ownership or refinancing with Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish. Online at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. See equal housing lender.
It's Honda's certified Dream Deal sales event. Up to an additional two years, 50,000 miles comprehensive warranty, plus certified Hondas come with seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, free oil changes your first year, and 24-7 roadside assistance. See Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda for all the certified details. At Denny Menholt Auto Group, we buy cars. Did you know that vehicles are in high demand? Due to limited inventory, your vehicle has never been worth more. Stop by any of our Rapid City Denny Menholt dealerships and either sell or trade today. Located off I-90 on East Mall Drive. Drive in today. Would you rather walk across hot coals or have poison ivy everywhere? Some choices are a lose-lose, but it's all win-win at Taco John's. Choose three chicken street tacos or three chicken soft-shell tacos for just five bucks. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. For even more win-wins, download the Taco John's app for exclusive deals. So technically, that's a win-win-win. Hi, this is Rihanna Wicked at Elevate Performance. We are ready to launch our summer sports performance camps, and now is the time to register the athlete in your family. If you want your athlete to run faster and jump higher, join us at Elevate this summer to get that edge. Our summer sports performance camps are open to boys and girls grades 6 through 12. Elevate Performance is ready to help our local athletes improve their strength, speed, agility, and more. Register today for the summer sports performance camp. Just visit elevateperformancesd.com. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in on a Wednesday night. Oh, I'll tell you, tonight, here it is, NBA play-in tournament. Here it is. I'm interested in it. 8 o'clock Mountain Time start. I don't know what this guy's going to tell me, but I got to tell him. I got two things going on. I'm rooting against the Lakers. Sorry. Rooting against the Lakers. I'm going for Steph Curry and the Warriors. A little upset. A little upset. But here's the good thing for my next guest, I think, is the Lakers will win. Okay, so that's the theme of today. I'm rooting against the Lakers, the defending champs, but the Lakers will win tonight. That'll be a fun one. Warriors, Lakers tonight. These with Fox Sports Radio. You hear them right here. Also on AM570, Los Angeles, Kevin Figures joins us on the Nate Brown Show. Kevin, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Nate, it's always a pleasure, man. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So what do you say about this? Um, I think I might, um, let's see be part of this country here that says, okay, we're rooting against the Lakers. Why, Kevin? Because Lakers have won it. LeBron, some people love him. Some people hate him. I'm rooting against the Lakers tonight, but the Lakers will win. Am I right with that final statement? You are right with all statements, by the way. It's funny how the, the sea changes happen with, you know, the Golden State Warriors for a couple of years, they were kind of the evil empire of the NBA. You had the two of the best shooters of all time with Clay and Steph. They brought in Kevin Durant, and all of a sudden they start winning championships every single season. Now the pendulum has swung in a different direction. Katie's gone. Clay Thompson is hurt. LeBron James brings his buddy Anthony Davis over. And now they're in a position where they're dominating. So, and, we, and you know this, Nate, the Lakers are our marquee franchise. They're kind of the evil empire of the NBA, if you will. So I'm not surprised by that. But to your second point, yes, I, I think it will be a surprise to many if the Golden State Warriors found a way to beat the Lakers tonight. And quite honestly, it would surprise me 
if they even found a way to compete with the Lakers. As great as Steph Curry is and has been individually throughout this season, and especially the last couple of months, the Lakers, even when they're relatively healthy with Anthony Davis and LeBron James back in the lineup, they're just too deep and, more importantly, just too big in the front court for Golden State to deal with them. If the Lakers don't win by double digits, I will be surprised, Nate. Mm, okay. Okay. So I say the Lakers are going to win. Uh, a lot of the country's rooting for, you know, little Steph and, and uh, the Warriors. Um, Lakers injury. LeBron James, the injury. People are debating out there, Kevin, nationally. They're saying – is it really that bad, or was it just rest like these NBA players have been resting? What's the story? Well, look, the story is he's, he's legitimately hurt. If you saw him come back those first initial games after the ankle injury where he just did not look good at all, particularly in that game against Sacramento, he wasn't moving well. So either he's the greatest actor on the planet, Nate, and he's acting, he acts really well looking like he's injured, or he actually has a legit issue. Like, look, this is a guy that's in his late 30s. He's played the equivalent of a couple of full seasons of playoff basketball throughout his career. So it's very difficult. And L.A. fans are, you know, saw this to a lesser degree with Kobe Bryant, who broke down toward the ends of his career, never really had major injuries until the final three, three seasons of his professional career. This obviously isn't as bad for LeBron, but the recovery is different. As much of a unicorn as LeBron is, it doesn't, it's going to take him a while to bounce back. He's not 26 anymore and has those extra tread on those tires. He's leg- he was legitimately banged up. He looked better when he came back the last two games of the regular season, and that's an encouraging sign. Uh, I don't believe LeBron is one to just try to milk and try to say that he's resting for the sake of you know, making up an injury for the sake of resting. I believe LeBron James will be honest enough to just say, we're going to sit these games out because they're not that important. Our, you know, who cares who our opponent is? I just want to make sure I'm healthy. If that was the case, I truly believe LeBron James would actually say that. Uh, and by the way, the Lakers kind of needed to win to try to avoid this play-in, right, Kevin? I mean, they, they wanted to win some more games uh, when he was out, and, and they didn't. So now they're in this play-in, which they didn't want to be. Uh, Kevin Figures, Fox Sports Radio, AM 570 in Los Angeles. If LeBron, Do you think LeBron and the Lakers can make a run here if, if they're at full tilt? Oh, yeah, this easily has to be the best seven seed in the history of basketball, to be honest with you. I mean, look at where the Lakers were coming into the season, how hot of a start they got off to when they were healthy. And by the way, Anthony Davis has had, you know, these are kind of the worst stat line, the worst stat line of his career uh, going back to his second or third season as a pro. Free throws aren't that great. His efficiency numbers are down. He was struggling to begin with to start off the season when he was relatively healthy, and they still got off to a hot start. If the Lakers are clicking on all cylinders, LeBron James is 85% to 90% healthy. Anthony Davis, who has looked much better the last two weeks, if he's relatively healthy, then yeah, there's no way. This team will be favored in every series they are in, despite the fact that they will be the seventh seed. Mm. I feel confident in saying that. They defeat the Warriors tonight. Obviously, they're favored. They'll enter into the first round against Phoenix. They'll be favored there. And they'll be favored, quite honestly, I believe, in the next round, too, in the Western Conference Finals, even if they're starting on the road at the Clippers or somebody else. So that's how good and how deep this team is. It's just unfortunate circumstances that forced LeBron James and Anthony Davis to miss a combined 63 games. That's 63 games out of 72 because the two of those guys combined missed this season. That's a tough road to hold for any NBA team especially a team that has two superstar players that they rely on. If you love good basketball, it's going to be fun tonight. I mean, I've been telling people about this. Some people say, oh, I don't get plugged in until the playoffs. Well, if you've been watching, I've been watching a lot. Um, Really, really tough stuff. Um, And there's some good teams. I'm going to watch tonight Warriors, Lakers, Kevin Figures on. 
Does Los Angeles love LeBron? Do they love him yet? It's, it's hit and miss. They're, they're lukewarm on LeBron. I, I still feel, and I feel like I've discussed this with you in the past, Nate, that he never, he hasn't really been embraced by the city. You know, I think a lot of people in the city of Los Angeles still are not over the whole fiasco when he moved out here and it's his Blaze Pizza, and he tweeted out, alluding to the fact that he might show up, and thousands of people showed up to his Blaze Pizza location in Culver City here in Los Angeles, and he never showed. And I think that a lot of people never got over that. Now it helps his cause that he was able to win a championship last year. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I still believe there's a lot of people who are lukewarm, and there's still very there's vestiges of a LeBron versus Kobe camp because they were contemporaries. Even though LeBron and Kobe Bryant had great respect for each other, Kobe, before his tragic passing, oftentimes says, it's not about him or I, where both Lakers were part of the same family. But because those guys were going back and forth, never actually quite met up in the finals, unfortunately, but there was a there was a while I'd say a six seven year period where people were debating who was the best player in the NBA between those two, and I think a lot of Laker fans haven't gotten over that. So to some degree, yes, the city has embraced him because he because he has helped them win a championship. But to what degree that is, how what level that is, Nate, I really don't think it's that high at this point in time. And what would what would he need to do to get there? Uh, probably be a lot more visible out in the city more so than he actually has been. Now, the pandemic this past year obviously hasn't helped with that, yeah, but if yeah. he has any designs on doing that in the future, I think that will make a lot of, uh, that will make a lot of inroads for him and endearing himself to a lot of people in the L.A. market. He's with AM570 LA and Fox Sports Radio. It's Kevin Figures breaking down Lakers-Warriors tonight. He agrees with me. Lakers going to win tonight. And, and Kevin, you're saying Lakers can make this run. Um, does that mean the Clippers are on the outside looking in again? I get the feeling they are. Clippers, I, I, I don't like their chances. So I do like the Clippers' chances. I think a lot of people mm. have slept on them this year because they are not. So last year they came in with all the expectations in the world. They made the big splash, traded for Paul George, signed Kawhi Leonard, had a spectacular regular season. And then they petered out, blowing a 3-1 lead against Denver in the postseason. When they've been healthy as well this year, which has been few and far between, they've been banged up a lot too. You know, they've been spectacular at times. They've A couple of times when the Clippers were healthy and the Lakers were healthy, the Clippers ran the Lakers off the floor. It, I mean, at times it didn't even look close. So the Clippers, the key thing for them is health. And one of the big topics in Sports Talk Radio and just the media-verse uh, over the last couple of days is whether or not they tanked to avoid the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. Right. And I don't think that that's at the case at all. I mean, they play, They rested against Houston last Friday night because it was the second of a back-to-back, and Ty Lue, the last month of the season, has been resting his starters on the second night of back-to-backs. Now, by the time the game tipped off for them on Sunday, there wasn't a chance for them to actually play against the Lakers anyway. So that last game was inconsequential when it came to the standings at that point in time. Mm. But to get back to your initial question about the Clippers, I think the Clippers have just as good a chance as anybody in the Western Conference. I still think the Lakers and Clippers are one and two, and I do believe that's going to end up being the conference final matchup. And that series, quite honestly, they can go any way. That can go either way. And it's keeping Kevin Figures in business at AM570 LA. I'm telling you, <laughs> Clippers, Lakers, um, I wouldn't mind that. I'd like that. It's some big brands. That'd be fun for you guys. Kevin Figures on tonight. You hear him on Fox Sports Radio. Kevin, always good, man. Thanks for st- stopping in. Get a little self-serving in there for myself there, Nate. I appreciate the time. I appreciate you uh, coming on. Kevin Figures, busy out there. Um, Appreciate him coming on, taking some time to join us. AM 570 Los Angeles, Fox Sports Radio, Kevin Figures on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City.
Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, so who am I rooting for in the NBA playoffs? I told you who I'm rooting against. <laughs> and it's with a passion. Rooting against the Brooklyn Nets with a passion. Rooting against the Lakers uh, with pretty good passion. Pretty good passion. That starts tonight. That starts tonight. Who am I rooting for? Who am I rooting for? I've told you I've been an NBA free agent fan since Jordan and the Bulls. So I haven't, I haven't really, yeah, I can't connect with this team. I'm rooting for the Denver Nuggets. Rooting for the Denver Nuggets. That might be uh, ill-advised. But uh, rooting for the Nuggets, just the regional side. Know a lot of folks in Denver. I think it'd be a lot of fun, right? The Nuggets, Jokic, fun player, great player. Um, and then I'm rooting for the Phoenix Suns, just out of the blue. Why? Chris Paul's been really good, a leader. The Suns, he kind of got them going out of nowhere. I like stories like that. Out of nowhere, the Phoenix Suns all of a sudden really good, and I believe it's Chris Paul mainly. Um, So little nuggets, little Chris Paul, Phoenix Suns, that's the way I'm rolling here uh, for the NBA playoffs. Really rooting against the Nets and the Lakers. That's number one, number two. Coming back with Nathan Long. He's the head football coach at Rapid City Christian. Ben Conant was the coach for one year, and now he's moved on. Now it's Nathan Long. Let's introduce the new head coach for Rapid City Christian. Big year. They jump up to 11-man football. Coach Long next. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. At Terrell Tires in the Speed Center, we let our customers do the talking. Very well-maintained tire and speed shop, over-the-top service, and very reasonably priced. Need I say more? Scott and crew at Terrell Tires have always gone over and beyond for us. Great prices for great tires. Also, anytime we've needed odd-sized tires for ranch equipment, Scott gets us what we need. Great customer service. Spent plenty of time answering all of our questions, and the truck looks awesome with the new rims. Terrell Tires in the Speed Center, 105 North Campbell Street, Rapid City. And 200, 200 quarter, 200 to be at 20, 200 to be 200 to be here, no 75, 275, now three. Hi folks, Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. We can turn your property to cash. We can sell your personal property and your real estate at auction. A family business for 64 years and counting. We've sold several millions of dollars in property over the years. We're happy to consult with you on your auction plans. Let our selling experience work for you. Call McPherson Auction, 605-348-1369. Visit us on our web at McPhersonAuction.com. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. We're live weekdays 4 to 6. If you missed this show live or... You only catch 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Not all two hours, you're busy. Oh, you're just, 
so busy. That's why we got the podcast out there, right? So you can catch the show on your own convenience. Really easy to do. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Every show's uploaded there. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. And wherever you get your podcasts. We're at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Wherever you get your favorite podcast, the Nate Brown Show podcast is there. Every show, every guest. We had John Stigelmeyer on tonight. South Dakota State head football coach. And reaction to the tough loss in the FCS National Championship. And the big news from Coach Stig tonight was his quarterback, Mark Gronowski, that true freshman, Missouri Valley Offensive Player of the Year. He got hurt in the first drive of that game, and he's out now the rest of the season in the fall. He's out. That's the big news tonight uh, from South Dakota State land. Interesting discussion with Coach Stig. If you missed it again, check the podcast. Here's a coach I want to talk to. He's just getting introduced here. Uh, Rapid City Christian football has a big year coming up. What is it? Um, they're going to jump from nine-man to 11-man, number one, and now a, a new head coach. They they had a new head coach last season. I talked to Ben Conant a lot. Thought he did a nice job. I like Ben a lot. And now they get a, a new head coach here as Ben Conant moves on. Now the new head coach for the Comets, jumping to 11-man football. His name's Nathan Long, and he joins us here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Coach, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Nate, doing good. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, I appreciate your time. So let me ask you about a little bit of uh, reasoning here of, okay, high school football, Rapid City Christian, head coach opening. Nathan Long steps in there, wants the job. Why do you want to get into this? Well, it's always been a passion of mine to, you know, football in general, but um, especially I've had it on my heart and mind just to coach for years. And it, it, uh, Coach Connett, we hate to see him go, but um, he needed to move back home for family issues and things. And, uh, and he's been real helpful with helping bring me up to speed to try to continue the momentum that, they, that he's established there at, at Rapid City Christian. Okay, so you said, hey, this is something you want to do. You want to uh, step into this. Um, what do you think might be your challenge here? I always talk about this, Coach, when I talk about high school coaches. It's a lot of time, a lot of energy with other people's kids. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. What's going to be a challenge for you? Well, I think uh, learning the kids is, is um, going to be important. I've already been uh, working on that tremendously. And, and, and having these kids transition from a 9-man to an 11-man, which 11-man's all I know, but they've been playing 9-man um, at Rapid City Christian since for years now, and so just changing some of the some of the uh, way they approach the game with um, with the with the full eleven man on the field is is going to be a bit of a challenge. So we've got a plan on how to uh, try to transition the young men into into that style and um, and just getting to know them and trying to. Keep the, keep the good momentum that they have out there. Yeah, I think they had some momentum. I think you're right on that. Ben Connett, young guy, um, seemed like he did a good job. I think there's been some momentum at Rapid City Christian. Let me ask you, outside of football, it feels like there's momentum with that school, with with some leadership there, with some support. Am I wrong or, or not on that? Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Kyle Courtney, when he came in and took over as the athletic director, and he's you know he's really developed a, a solid uh, basketball team that always is always contending. Um, at the top of his league, and he has tried to, you know, build some some excitement in multiple sports. I know with the, with the the girls um, basketball and volleyball teams, they've had some success, and so it's it's good to see the growth and the new construction that's going on, and um, 
and just excited to see what the future holds out there. Nathan Long, he's the Rapid City Christian head football coach, just taking over now. Um, I'm going to ask you this. High school sports, you play it for a lot of reasons. You coach for reasons. How important is winning in varsity football? Oh, I think winning is very important. I think it's uh, um, sort of compromising the uh, – the integrity of the young men, I think it is the most important thing, but I think you can teach teach them how to how to learn life lessons and to be quality young men at, at the same time pursuing victories. Let me ask so you. I, I see, I see the, go ahead, sir. Um, let me ask you. You were a former quarterback, okay? So you were that, a former quarterback. Um, what would be your approach here, at least as far as maybe your expertise, do you believe? Is it offense? Is it offensive scheme? What is it? I'm I'm an offensive guy all the way, and I I told Kyle that from the very beginning. I I'm excited about the the, uh, the athletes they have. I hate to see us lose our quarterback from last year too. I feel for South Dakota State, uh, but um, yes, I'm a quarter I, I'm a quarterback by by trade, and I just um, love love the offensive side of the game. And I've got a lot of great. Um, Assistant coaches, who most of which were staying on from last year, who are most mostly defensive minded, so we we make a good team. Nathan Long, a couple more. I'll let him run. Introducing the Rapid City Christian head football coach. Appreciate him coming on. How important is this, Nathan? Um, off season work, off season work, weights, seven on seven stuff, whatever it may be. What's your focus there? Well, we're doing all of that. Uh, uh, Kyle Courtney just uh, partnered with Benson Sports Training here, uh, and we're pretty excited about that to help him develop all of the athletes at the school during the off season. And uh, um, one of our assistants has been just aggressively um, helping build up the kids as far as just just their strength and their endurance, and it helps prevent injuries. And so we're doing a lot of that, and then we're working with a lot of our skill position players to try to bring them up to a level where they're ready. Um, like I said, especially at the quarterback position. Let me ask you, as you uh, get on that headset, you know, you're going to go through the offseason, you're going to learn the players, you're going to get into practice, then you're going to get on a headset, Friday night football. What's going to be going through your mind? It's game time. Oh, I'm, I'm, I will probably feel like I'm young again, but I, I'm, I, it will be exciting and nervous all at the same time. Um, I, I hope the kids and the young men have uh, some of that too. I, I think that brings out the best in us. Okay, um, Nathan Long, new head coach, Rapid City Christian. Are we going to be passing it or are we going to be running it? Meaning we're going to be going five wide, we're going to be going double wing like we've seen from nine-man teams. So what's, what's the plan? Well, I'm not going to tell you all of our secrets, but we I do like to pass the ball. I, I think we have some we have some good athletes and we have some speed, and so, uh, but we also have some kids that can run it too, and and uh, it's a lot of returning offensive linemen. So I think I I, I want to have a, a very smart, balanced attack. All right, that's that's good. I'm just trying to get a little uh, uh, X's and O's from you. Just trying trying to make sure we're on track. Uh, Nathan Long, head, right, head, head coach at Rapid City Christian, he takes over and they go. 11-man football. I'm excited to see that. Uh, Coach, congrats on it. Look forward to talking with you more. I wish you the best. Thanks for having me, Nate. I appreciate it. Nathan Long, he's the new head coach there uh, for football, Rapid City Christian. Um, I believe that that school is on the rise. I, I, I feel that. I see that. I think that's on the rise. I believe that's another example. Athletic departments, uh, sports, what it can do for schools. School is one thing, okay? Very, very important. That's number one. 
the the academics, um, the culture, the whole thing, okay, leadership. Sports is important to a school environment and educational mission. I believe that. I believe sports is added to Rapid City Christian's footprint. I really do. I really do. Uh, the new head coach for the Comets. There he is, Nathan Long, here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Uh, I believe that. I feel like Rapid City Christian's kind of kind of on the rise here. Kind of on the rise, you know. And and you look at the growth. I mean, you just see that by the numbers. He's going from nine man to eleven man, so you can tell they're they're getting um, a little more enrollment, uh, more attention. You start competing. Um, I feel like it's this, you know, you relate it. Sioux Falls O'Gorman was the power when it comes to private schools in Sioux Falls, right? It was just a powerhouse, and Sioux Falls O'Gorman's still really, really good. Sioux Falls Christian wasn't ever talked about. Sioux Falls Christian really wasn't ever talked about. Now Sioux Falls Christian athletically. In the mix, I mean all the time. All the time. Football, basketball, okay? Uh, soccer. I mean, Sioux Falls Christian, really, really good. It's it's interesting, just correlating that. Um, Rapid State Christian, not quite there, but maybe, maybe on the rise. Who's hot and who's not? On the Nate Brown Show on a Wednesday, we always wrap up the show with who's hot and who's not. I've got two South Dakota sports stories. One that's not great, and one that's really good. Next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So, we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on a Wednesday night. Thanks for being a part of the show. Great guest lineup across the board. Local, regional, national guests. Appreciate everybody stopping in on Fox Sports Rapid City. Good podcast will be up tonight. If you missed parts of the show, John Stigelmeyer, interesting interview. His quarterback goes down, and it's a bad one there. Mark Gronowski, the Missouri Valley Offensive Player of the Year, gets injured in the FCS Championship on Sunday, and now he's out for the fall season. That is tough stuff for the Jacks, and they got nearly everybody back, nearly everybody back, but they had to get the quarterback situation figured out, no doubt. That's a big one. Um, let's get into it. Who's hot and who's not on the Nate Brown Show brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Tonight's the night. It's dinner time, right? 
Let's go to the Pizza Ranch tonight. One child 12 and under eats free for every regular priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesday. Kids night at the Pizza Ranch. Two locations in Rapid City. The best buffet in Rapid City. Know that. Remember that uh, with your family. Who's hot? I'll throw this in. Okay? couple of noteworthy sports accomplishments starting today. Augustana making the Division II National Tournament for softball. Augustana, softball, Division II National Tournament. South Dakota State, Division I National Tournament, softball. So I'm just going to point out, all this is kind of in line. Great softball programs in college. Augie goes D2 National Tournament. South Dakota State in the Division I National Tournament. High school softball in South Dakota. It's time. We're on our way. Sanctioning softball. Big, big sport. All you dads, all you moms running around, all these softball games, practices. Big sport. Time to sanction it for high school, and we're on our way. All correlating. Congrats to uh, Augie and South Dakota State. A couple of good programs on the national scene in softball here where some of our players may be able to go from high school to college. Um, in our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, I guess I'll throw this in there. I'll throw this in. The ratings are out for the South Dakota State-Sam Houston game. The ratings are out for the national championship. And everybody says, spring football, more exposure, more eyes, more eyes. The average viewership for South Dakota State-Sam Houston was good. 905,000 people on ABC on average. 905,000 on average. That's good. Almost a million. Almost a million watching the brand South Dakota State. I'll take that all day. Compared to the last FCS championship, North Dakota State James Madison on ABC, 2.7 million. This spring championship, 905,000 viewership. North Dakota State James Madison 2019, 2.7 million. Spring football, not hot. Back tomorrow at 4 on the Nate Brown Show. Thanks for listening. See you then.